across the sea of character sheets, deep in the forest of D20s lies the mountain of sourcebooks. Welcome to the Mountain of Sourcebooks. We hope you enjoyed your climb. I'm your host, Jeffrey Vincent Dale, and today we got everyone back together to discuss our final thoughts on the Henshin system. Then, on March 7th, we will be posting our discussion of the Dungeons & Dragons movie from the year 2000. Here's hoping next month's Honor Among Thieves is better than this one. Anyways, on with this week's show. Alright, so, welcome listeners to our wrap-up discussion about Henshin. Doing a re-listen through the edit, we realized we didn't really give a definitive opinion during our review. So that's what we're going to do right now. I brought everybody here. We all gathered together to discuss it. Hello. Hi. So yeah, so we'll start with our positive feelings about Henshin. Uh, Steve, why don't you go first? I think we had a really fun time with the team creation. At least I did, just kind of choosing how our characters fit together, and then um, a team theme and the bad guys, and thinking up everything together as a group. That was really fun. I really kind of like the easiness of just choosing your character color, and then um, it has everything listed out, and you can just kind of pick what you want, and they all fit together. Since they're all pre-made, they kind of fit together really well. And it was really easy to play when we were playing it, which was nice. Yeah, I agree on all those points. That's Especially the character creation stuff just worked really well. Teach, what do you have for us? As far as positive things to say about this, the only positive thing I can say about this was character creation and team creation and how fun it was to make the story because I felt like we were making it as we went along and all of us were really involved in pivotal plot points even though you, Jeff, were still Game Master. We all were able to contribute our own spice very easily to the story itself. Yeah, I I do think that that was a strength of the system is that uh, sort of allowing the spotlight to shine on everybody in terms of uh in terms of the plot it was essentially hard like say you wanted to take over the game yourself for your care it was basically hard to do that the game makes it hard yeah i i agree i echo the thoughts on the character creation and, and team creation kind of being the best part and we didn't really see a whole lot of it because of how we played it but i really liked just all of the settings and preset teams and all that that they put into the book, I think that that was probably the strongest bit. You could tell the people that were making it love Super Sentai and Power Rangers, and it's really reflected in that. And they really love storytelling. Yes. Jesse, what are your thoughts, your positive thoughts? Okay, so, uh, again... Character creation is in team creation and stuff like that's fantastic. Like you really look at what little stuff that we put in there, or what like we took from the book, and look at what we ended up with. How much that we built and made just through talking about it for like an hour, 
Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's like you can do that, and you can do that. Like every game you do is going to be different. Every char- like group of characters you pick, the team will be different depending on the dynamics and stuff. It's just really, really, really good. And just the simple fact is, it's based off of Super Sentai and Power Rangers to a equal degree, to the point where it is hard to separate them from each other. And basically what that means is that you have like established firm archetypes and characters and stuff that you know, like looking at this, I know how you do a Red Ranger. I know how you do a Pink Ranger. Um, Less so with Gold Ranger, but that's simply because that's not necessarily associated with the color. But Mm -hmm. like just saying those words, I know the type of character I'm going to be playing. And you can change stuff with that. You can do a lot of stuff with that and... Just in general, it's like it's a very quick and easy shorthand to go into this and say, what am I playing today? Unlike other games where it's like, well, what kind of character am I playing? Well, in this one, it doesn't technically matter that much. And that's actually a nice way to handle it so it's simple. Yeah, the, the characters are archetypal, but with plenty of room to sort of make them your own. All right, so now we're going to switch to positive thoughts. We'll go back to Steve. What? Or, sorry, negative <laughs> thoughts. Positive, only positive thoughts. <laughs> We're only allowed to have positive thoughts, and if you have a negative thought, you have to turn it into a positive thought and say it positively. <laughs> no, only positive I'd rather thing. sign out. Please sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Steve, what were your negative thoughts on the game? Um, My negative thoughts, well, I feel like... So they give you a few different things you could do during turns but like because there's not an hp system for us or anything like i didn't understand why we wouldn't just keep taking actions to punch them and like attack and then they also have things like you take turns to you know turn into your suits and then get your max summon your max get your weapon which we kind of followed ourselves to like keep doing it how the stories would be on TV show where we would build up the tension at that point. But there's really nothing stopping you and it's from like 10-1, oh, I'm just going to summon my mech and then squish every bad guy. We mm-hmm. had to make all the battle, we tried to follow the story sections ourselves, how they would go, but there's nothing in the rules that says you would have to do that. And really nothing in battling, which made me understand why we would have to do heavy turns and regular turns and light turns. If I could just keep punching on a regular turn, why would I do anything else? Mm-hmm. All right, and teach? Literally everything other than character creation and story creation. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I did not, I did not like this. Again, okay, let me rephrase. This is absolutely fantastic if you want to make fan fiction. This is the ultimate fan fiction guide, and I love it, and it makes me want to write fan fiction. But good lord, does it make it for a terrible game? That no dice? None? You don't roll. What? No. Why? No. None of that makes sense. At all. What? Yeah, it's chaos. It puts a little bit... (laughs) It puts a lot on the DM as far as figuring out tension, I think. No, that's not, no. There's no, there's no turns, it's just uh, cats and dogs. 
Living together. Living <laughs> together. Yeah, that. <laughs> Whatever that quote is, that's that's the epitome of how I feel with with this game. It's just absolute madness, and I. It wasn't really. I didn't have fun playing it. I only had fun coming up with the story. Yeah, it, I, I'm not a big fan of of the system myself. I, I'm hoping that the Renegade Games Power Rangers RPG plays better. Uh, it's it's based on a more traditional system, so we'll see. A little bit of rules, just yes. just a little bit of rules. That's all we need. Just a little tiny little sprinkle of rules, not too many, just a little bit. Yeah, so we'll find that out in the summer because I believe they'll be posting that in August. So we'll probably be recording that maybe late spring, early summer. Okay. But yeah, I really didn't like not having health. I get what they were going for because, I mean, it's Super Sentai, the heroes always win, but like they could have at least had it so that you your health drops below a certain point and you like demorph or whatever. Yeah, I, I just feel like it puts a little too much on the DM to like all the tension falls on decisions that the DM is making and, and nothing is left up to chance. I don't know. I, I it felt pretty rough to me. What do you think, Jesse? Okay, so uh, I looked into the game after we had played it. We kind of did things a little wrong when we played it. Yes, I forgot like half a sentence on one thing. Yeah. And it completely changed how the game played. So the thing about light turns is they're supposed to have significant consequences, which means that every time there's a consequence to something you do, you gain a token. Here's the problem. That ends up not mattering. If you look at the uh, Red Ranger playbook, you these here's are your um, token things, your specific things you use. You you have your you know transform your mecha. Those are useful and whatever. And by the end of your battle, you need to have those. Whatever. That's fine. You you have two other things in that section. You have drive away an opponent with your weapon, which I guess means you remove the opponent with your weapon. So unless you're doing that specifically, which you have to also be transformed for that to work. That's the only use of your tokens, like the only active use. And then the other thing is enter into danger without hesitation. So that means you need to use a token every time you do that, which that does change, you know, the perspective and the thought process. So if you look at your light turns, you have hesitate and suffer the consequences. So that's the purpose of your tokens as a Red Ranger is don't hit that. Otherwise, you can't act. And it's just like, that's neat for like one session this is the character you're supposed to have the whole game and it's like so the only use of tokens is not hesitating it's really all it does maybe maybe you could do one thing where you drive off an enemy in a like strategic moment how often that happens i don't know but it's like that's the use of your tokens so all of these other light moves you have are just to not run out of tokens. That's the only point you have for them. Otherwise, just do whatever. It's fine. There's no other reason to do anything else. There's only so many playbooks in the game, and they all play differently, which is a good thing. But like, if you want to have any variety in the game, you have to switch playbooks. So it's like you have, we had three people there. Each of us could do that, what, three times total before we run out completely? This game would last at most 12 sessions. I don't know. It's it. Uh, yeah, that's just that's 
how I feel about that. Yes. And on top of that, the way that we were supposed to be doing turns is you were, you as players were supposed to be trying to aggressively spend points. Vying for the spotlight. That's not how Sentai works. Yes. Does, it, you, it would improve the system in terms of like making things run a little better, but it doesn't really reflect what Sentai is. Yeah. And I feel like the way we played it, we were fine. Like the, the system seems to be preventing people from taking the spotlight too much. The way we were playing, we were being cooperative 100%. We were playing the game in a way of like, I'm going to toss the ball to you. You're going to toss mm-hmm. the ball to somebody else. And it's like, that's fantastic. That's how this should work. But how is this a game? There's no mechanical value to anything I did there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what's the, you, it feels more restrictive for no reason. It's like a basketball game where we're literally just passing between each other over and over and over again until the referee says, okay, it's time to yeah, shoot the ball. That's a perfect analogy. It's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Because it is like when we're done with the mat or when we're done with the battle is because Jeff decides, oh, we're done now. Yeah, because it felt right. <laughs> yeah. And like sometimes you do something. It's like, OK, that definitively ends it. There's no explanation for that otherwise. But like. I don't know. And the idea, there's no teamwork. There's no anything like that. Your actions aren't designed to do those things. And it's just like, there's so much you can do with this. There's so much that you could like base on this. It's like, you might as well get rid of all of the rules and just play a story. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's my general opinion. Not fan of the game itself, but I love how it's built. It's really weird. Yeah, I love the concept too. I completely agree. The concept is beautiful. I want to take that and just apply it to story making and story building because it'll help you build a story as an omniscient author. Yeah. But other than that, it's not it's not really a game. You're not yeah. playing. I feel like there is no reason to care about the rules. Mhm. Like I'm like I'm going to be doing something. Um okay. We could just say what we do and it happens and think like you can just say, okay, yeah, hey, uh, this is the response to that. And it's just like it's a back and forth. And that's there's a type of game you can make with that. But they're adding it's it's almost like there's too much structure and not enough structure. And it's like I want one or the other. You got to give me something here. It just feels like you're restricting me for no reason and then not giving me anything. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not a big fan. Just overall, yeah, I I agree that the its strengths are very much in its understanding of Sentai and its reflection of that in character creation and world creation, all that. And its weaknesses are, unfortunately, everything else. And again, I will do that like character creation stuff literally any day of the week. That's beautiful and amazing, and I love it. But that's it. Like if if I can find if if we were talking about the other Power Rangers game, if that one ends up being like that, not having something like that, I'd like to do that anyway because I like that. <laughs> yeah. So 
basically what I would say is this isn't really the system for it if you want to play a Super Sentai game. It it just maybe buy it to get the the character creation stuff and the world building stuff that they have in there. But don't go in expecting to have a game that's going to be fun to play. Yeah, it's just like I feel like I could have made just just buy those like, basic rules such a better game out of this and it's just like well that's not a good sign if i'm like thinking of better ways i could have handled the rules to this that's not all it needed was health yeah and turns yeah a reason for us to decide a turn order because we did that because we needed structure we chose to do that because otherwise it's just like well just people are just gonna do stuff yeah, ba- basically a lot of what we did was decided based off of, oh, we know what happens in Sentai, let's reflect that. <laughs> also very important, like a significant, looking at the light turns, the significant purposes of that is to create drama. Mm-hmm. That's more a Super Sentai thing. We're all, we come from Power Rangers stock. Power Rangers is terrible at drama, at least the early seasons, which we'd watch. <laughs> like, that's where we come from. Like, we made that type of show and that was fun because it was stupid and i love it Mm -hmm. but like what they're aiming for because i I watched a um uh play of it by the actual creator and it's like it's very clear what they're going for here that's not anything in the set in the stuff and once you get to combat it just falls apart completely because it's just like there's no rhyme or reason to anything you're doing during combat other than I'm using points in order to transform and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Combat felt so bad. It, it didn't really feel like combat. It's just... Yeah, no. no. <laughs> Which one are you going to eliminate? Okay, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, And I feel like, okay, cool, you can do a thing in Super Sentai where it's like everyone gets a turn to do something cool to beat the mooks. It's like you get to describe that, and then you do it. That's fine, because they're mooks. You're wasting a term to get rid of mooks. That's fine. When you get to the actual monster, what the heck are you even doing? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Again. Though, though I will say, um, I actually had a different plan for how the story was going to go. Oh. And the monster that you fought was not the one you were supposed to fight, so I kind of made it up on the spot. <laughs> And that was extremely easy for you to do, and that's fantastic. And that has nothing to do with the experience the players are going to actually have, because until you told me that, I didn't even notice. Yep. Yes, I, I yeah. will say, though, that you, you are supposed to give like special moves to the monster, and I didn't have any, so... Oh, oh okay, that also doesn't help. But at yeah. the same time, like... But what would the special moves do? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would not like it would us. defeat you. They can't... In fact, I, like, the, I think the worst thing is... There's no moment where it's like, we're on the back foot. We just got detransformed. We got to determined, get determined, and we can get back into this and fight them and beat them. Other than deciding to do that, that doesn't exist. The fun of any game is the possibility that you're going to lose. Because without the possibility that you're going to lose, why are you playing? What's the point? I feel like it's just like, we're, we're giving you these tools so that you can do something cool and take turns doing something cool, but they don't give you enough of those tools to do that. Kind of like Bakuna's, 
Kuinus means nothing. Yeah, and it means nothing. It's literally, it's literally points like, oh, hey, I got to do something cool. I looked cool in this moment. That's your only benefit to any action in this game. Mm-hmm. Again, the list of the stuff that they give you is great as a, like, this is kind of how this character is played. And you could ignore all of the rules on that sheet and just play like that, and you're fine. But, like, you need if you're going to put rules in the game, make them actual rules. Yeah, it's a, it's a good book of guidelines and ideas. It, it needed rules. <laughs> Sorry, I got super heated on this because I love Super Sentai, and it's just like... <laughs> they did a lot of really good stuff, and I like it. And it's like, well, it's not really there, though. Mm-hmm. It was so good when we were making a team. That was so fun. Yeah, our, our feelings on the system are not the most positive. If you just want something for character creation, look into it. It's great for that. But yeah, it's it's not really a game. And that's going to be all for this week. Uh, what did you think of the new format? Did you like it? Did you hate it? As we're making changes, we're looking for feedback from all of you listeners. If you listen on YouTube, feel free to comment below the video. If you're listening on a podcatcher like Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, please feel free to contact us with feedback on our social media or our email. It's our goal to make a show that you enjoy listening to as much as we enjoy making it. Our podcast can be found on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and our Mountain of Sourcebooks YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at mountain underscore of underscore source underscore books and to follow our Facebook page, MOSB Mountain of Sourcebooks, where you can get updates on everything that's happening with us. And on all of those services, if you could follow, like, and subscribe, that would help us a ton as it raises our visibility and makes it easier for people on those various platforms to find us. And if you're feeling particularly generous, consider donating to our Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com slash MOSB underscore 2022. And with all that said, thank you for listening and careful on your way back down the mountain. 